Is it music for the masses? Um, no. Hello and welcome to Isopod, the isolation podcast. I'm Corey Erickson, joined by my co-host Jack McEntee. Jack, our first episode of 2021. Happy to be here. How are you? Yeah, doing uh, doing all right. We haven't really recorded uh, this year so far because it's been a pretty slow year in music thus far, I'd say. Um, I mean, there hasn't really been any major album releases or like noteworthy singles. Uh, the playlists have been pretty bare minimum uh, the last couple of weeks, although this week is, is pretty lengthy, so uh, we felt this was probably the a good a good way to start it off um fair amount of music to talk about this time around but pretty solid start to 2021 how are you doing well yeah i think it depends on how you define notable but yeah not a lot of um highly anticipated albums at least in our world there's definitely been some songs on the the playlist from the last few weeks i've liked a lot um find on the complete playlist but yeah. yeah feels like we're starting starting to get the ball rolling with some releases tonight and uh in february so hopefully it's a big year in music we're hopeful yeah very hopeful um one one last fuck you to 2020 uh on december 31st uh i guess he, he didn't even die on 20 on the 31st but uh Daniel Dumoulin, uh, Doom, Metal Face, King Ghidra, Victor Vaughn, Zev Love X, Metal Fingers, uh, one of my favorite rappers ever, uh, passed away actually last uh, uh, Halloween, and then on December 31st, his his wife announced it, and came as a big shock to me, to everyone, his fans, his family, I'm sure, um, the man behind the signature Metal Face mask, uh, passed at only 49 years old, um, Doom meant a lot to me in my music journey. We haven't talked about him a lot on the podcast because he really wasn't releasing a lot of music recently. Um, But if you listen to our original Good Kid Zag City radio show, um, I I talked about him a lot. And you'd probably remember half of my bars breakdowns being Doom bars. Um, I really consider him to be the best lyricist ever in rap. I've said Doom is... He's an acquired taste, and I hate to be like a music gatekeeper, Um, but really what I mean is that Doom kind of had all these recurring characters, jokes, and motifs that that really felt like inside jokes to his fans and listeners, and for me, it was really beautiful thing to experience when these lines started to click and make sense, and I I don't know, it just felt like a really, um, what's the word for it, Uh, intimate listen. Um, some music you you, can, you got to sit on for longer. It, it doesn't make the music better or worse. I mean, there's tons of music I like right away. There's some, lots of music that I think you have to listen to and um, kind of dissect. But yeah, Doom Doom was the the, the that second uh, version of artist where you really had to sit with it for a while. Um, and I, I just found it to be a really w- rewarding journey and yeah, with that safe travels villain, uh, all caps when you spell the man's name, That's uh, it right there. one of the best to ever do it. And an underground legend, he wasn't ever top in the charts, but, um, his, his fan base is more loyal than 
any other musician, put him up with any musician. And uh, yeah, and I'd also say to add to that, I think his like his influence on rap today is like seriously felt, and I, I like a lot of um, a lot of young hip hop fans. I you know, like you said, like Doom's kind of a not only had acquired taste, but he's he was he was a bit more underground where he was not like you know top in the charts or on the mainstream, but like. I mean, if you go listen to uh, what Earl's doing right now, especially on some rap songs, you know, like you can definitely hear that doom influence. Um, Ka, who we've talked about um, quite a bit on on the podcast. I mean, if if you don't hear, if you don't listen to Doom and Ka and not hear similarities, like I don't know what you're listening to. So, you know, there's definitely some some crossover in terms of modern day hip hop. Yeah, and that was really apparent when when his death was announced because you saw it every major rapper and their moms talking about how much of an influence he was how yeah. i mean he, he's kind of known as your favorite rapper's favorite rapper right. um and that yeah i mean that yeah was, you can go down the list like tyler the creator he i mean doom's like doom was his guy um even some of those old heads like most death the yeah. video of him like reciting Doom lines cracks me up every time the video of Tyler and Earl when they were like in high school meeting Doom for the first time is one of my favorite videos on the internet. They're just in heaven. Even uh, Frank too, yeah. you know, like all those, uh, and, yeah. I mean, you can go through any of those odd future guys. They were all like heavily influenced by what Doom was doing. Um, and I mean, you know, if, if you want to, you know, listen to an absolute hip hop classic, do yourself a favor and and go listen to Mad Villain right now. That's um, that's an all time. And Corey was actually the first one to show me that. I had never heard of Doom before I met I met you. And uh, Mad Villain was the first Doom record that I listened to. Of course, that was you know his collab with Mad Lib. And I mean, up and down that thing, you've got just classic after classic and. Uh, really no hooks on on that album it's uh pretty much no there there aren't a lot of hooks in his entire discography it's it's, Um, it's pretty impressive when you listen to to a record like that so r.i.p gone far too soon um i'm not sure if it has come out how he died um but i haven't heard anything yeah but 49 years old i mean regardless that's just that's far too far too young and uh um you know, 2020 has gave us a lot of uh, discouragement, I think. And, uh, Struck again. And uh, that was um, that was a tough one to uh, to end the year with. So, um, Godspeed. Well, let's get into 2021. Uh, I've listened. I got 10 albums now on my 2021 list, and I've liked most we're gonna of them. We're going to break down all of them. Um, and we're going to break down all of them. I'd, I'd say I'd, I've, I've liked most of them. There weren't really any standouts besides the one we were going to talk about, but I just want to say Viagra Boys had a great album, Jasmine Sullivan, Rap Ferreira, and then Ash Nico, I believe, is mm-hmm. the one Matt recommended to yeah. me. All good albums. But uh, I think we want to talk about Sympathetic Magic from Typhoon. Absolutely. Yeah. Jack, you want to start us off? Yeah, so I I originally heard of Typhoon um, going through the Portland airport uh, of all places. There was this like I, I had about two hours to spare, and I, I I came across this 
it was like a record shop in the middle of the airport, which I thought was really fascinating. And I like walked in and the manager was talking to me about like their whole story and the, the artist that they sponsor. And Typhoon was the first artist that they showed to me in that only in Portland in man. that record shop. And I was like, okay, I'll 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 try this out because as I've said on the show, I'm a sucker for cover art and I I loved uh the art direction of Typhoon's records. And so I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll 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 check out this guy. It, said he was more of a, like an alternative kind of electronic feel um, to his music. And um, I forgot the – it was a black cover. I forgot the name of the record, but – Offerings. Offerings, yeah, thank you. Um, that was my first introduction to, to Typhoon. And this was a, a surprise album, I believe, um, with really no album rollout. But um, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Um, I think it's got, it's got kind of a softer tone to it, which I appreciate – we made the comparison to Connor Connor Oberst from um, obviously his solo project and also Better Oblivion Community. I think that's a pretty uh, pretty spot on comparison. His his vocals are very similar, similar similar feel um, to to the instrumentals all across this. I personally really enjoyed the intro track. Uh, We're in it was a, was a highlight for me. Um, yeah, overall, I you know I was I was pretty pretty surprised about how much i i enjoyed this i i enjoyed offerings okay but i think this was a um uh this was a, a, a surprise album that i that i wasn't really anticipating really enjoying but i think all like up and down i i didn't really have a lot of negatives to say about it really yeah as, as a portland native i'm pretty embarrassed to say i had never heard of them before this past week um and I, I just happened to see it getting some praise on the internet, thought I'd try it out. And yeah, from first listen, I was I was pretty blown away. I've since gone back and listened to Offerings. Um, the, the two prior al- albums, Offerings and White Lighter, I, I think are both pretty great albums. White Lighter might be my favorite of theirs that I've heard so far. Um, like you said, Kyle, Kyle Morton, um, the lead singer, uh, I think he does draw a lot of comparisons to Connor Obers. Um, th- this is an album he wrote entirely in quarantine. There are 11 members in Typhoon, oh, so really? um, it's it's a very big band. Um, I, I put, I think, three or four different songs on the playlist. Uh, Two Birds, Room Within a Room, and So What If You Were Right, um, all big standouts for me, but I decided I'd let Jack have it. And admittedly, we're in it is, is probably the standout if I'd have to pick one. Um, but yeah, with those 11 members, they create these really rich, grandiose soundscapes that I, I feel like they haven't on previous albums. Um, and then they're, they're backed with a lot of harmonizing with many voices on some songs, but it, it's Morton and his kind of like strained pained voice almost uh, akin to connor that uh makes it very intimate indie record um from his like haunting vocals to on so what if you were right to more alluring and urgent um lyrics on time and time uh i i yeah i really thought there were only good tracks on this album um lots of darker lockdown themes we've kind of heard on different albums explored in 2020 um but i i thought it was presented in a really graceful rich way that's a great um, way to, I, yeah, so yeah i like the word graceful that that definitely 
uh, rings true for this for this record. Um, yeah, it's funny that you know that's this is the first album that I've really been um, into really in in 2021 so far. Um, so uh, yeah, this is this was a good one. Um, well. We've had a, a lot of uh, music drop that we've that we've put on previous playlists the last couple of weeks, but um, we're just going to go through our picks for um, for this week um, briefly. And so, uh, Corey, you want to you want to start us off here? Yeah, uh, my first pick from this past week was "I Can't Lose" by Eric the Architect. Uh, Eric the Brooklyn rapper, part of the Flatbush Zombies trio. Uh, he released a five-track EP uh, solo on his own uh, called Future Proof that I'd recommend. Uh, this is the intro track. It begins with this dope, soulful sample. If someone knows what song that sample is from, please hit me up. Uh, but from there, Eric raps about basically self-worth and not giving up. I love his flows. I love the message. Uh, definitely... Got the playlist-worthy stamp of approval on this one. Very nice. Um, we're coming off of uh, what we were talking about with Typhoon. My pick, and I guess our both of our picks from that record, uh, is We're In It. The, I'll co-sign. Yeah, to me, this was um, definitely the strongest uh, track off of uh, off of that album. I love the I love the guitar arrangement on this. Um, gives this like very. Uh, very calm and, and, and relaxing feel to uh, to the album, and I think that complemented with, um, as Corey put it, um, uh, lead singer's very strained vocal performance. I think it adds a really nice layer to uh, to this track, and overall, I think I think it was really well executed. Nice. So our next track is "Black Rain" by Rye. I. I... I should I should I should have looked this up. I I always forget to look up the pronunciations for artists I don't know super oh, well. Yeah, but I, I also just realized I cheated here. Uh, Black Rain was the final single before um, his album Home, which released last week. I try not to yeah. do that um, for artists I don't know, but hey, here we are. Uh, but this song is this really sexy, smoothie, easy listening song and and really project from him uh and home uh black rain is this gorgeous disco r&b track with falsetto melodies quite hypnotic uh the music video is this one take shot of rye interpretive dancing shirtless to the song in this slow funk style uh very reminiscent of the daily snapshots i received from lucas um so anyway great song here i cool cool Loved it a lot. Moving on from there, we have a new single from none other than uh, Memphis, Tennessee's own Duke Deuce. Duke Deuce. Uh, new single, Soldier Steppin', this one's called. Um, I was originally introduced to Duke Deuce by our uh, 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 our favorite Zach Fox. Um, Correspondent. Uh, who advertised Duke Deuce on, uh, was it Genius? Um yeah, it was one of those videos that was like, "Who's your favorite yeah, new like artist?" Up and coming artist. I forget, I think it. I think it might be yeah. Genius who did the, that video. But anyway, Zach Fox um, gave his stamp of approval on Duke Deuce, and I really enjoy this track. This is, uh, you know, just 
uh, a track you could put on in the in the club or just at at any party and and immediately gets the crowd going. I love the the hook on this. Soldier stepping left, right. Love that. It's great. Uh, his energy is. I think it's it's what really separates him uh, from a lot of younger artists that are in his in his class. Um, and he's he's starting to really progress this this uh, this sound that uh, that was started in Memphis um, years years ago. But he's kind of trying to bring it back and give his own spin to it. So I'm. Uh, you know, Duke Deuce um, continuing to uh, to push that that sound for and and put Memphis back on the map. So, and I think he's actually part of um, Quality Control that that yeah. that uh, that label with uh, with Migos and Yachty. So, um, I but he's he's definitely separated himself from like the Migos kind of kind of Atlanta style. He's he's definitely in his own lane. Oh yeah, it's a completely different yeah, sound. Yeah. What, but great track. Next we have Fellowship by Serpent with Feet featuring Samfa and Little Silva. Uh, Samfa is alive. <laughs> we haven't heard from him since 2016? his 2017, 2016 album. I mean, he hasn't even really, maybe he's been on a feature or two, but he provides some backup vocals and helps with the production on this one. But this is a brand new single from the LA experimental musician Serpent with Feet um and this song ju- just might save the world such a bright lush arrangement um he called it calm and restrained uh lyrics about love shared with his friends uh above all else just a really wholesome track for 2021 yeah, totally love this one as well uh, moving on from there, we have a new single from my boy Ben Howard. This was a surprise single that uh, I was not anticipating. We haven't heard from Ben in, in quite a while. Um, his last album, thought was, you know, okay. It's tough to to come back and make an album that, that rivals uh, Every Kingdom, which was his, his debut, which I'm still such a fan of. But this, is, uh, this new single is called What a Day. Um, Still has that you know quintessential Ben Howard, very soft vocal performance, uh, beautiful guitar arrangement. Um, I don't know. I think I think this new sound that he's that he's that he's going with. I I'm I'm interested to see how this progresses on the new album, which he he announced a new album coming out. So um, looking forward to that. But um, it's tough because I. I really enjoyed the sound that he had on every kingdom and you know, I, I try not to have artists or like think about artists in the way that like, let him grow, dude. Oh man, man, I wish that you just like stick with, stick with this sound and, you know, just stay with that. But as an artist, I, you know, like, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep moving forward and try to push new sounds. So I, I totally get it, but I think this works really well. I, I enjoyed this track a lot. Keep moving forward. Uh, next, we have Ten Feet Tall by Charlie Hickey. Uh, it's this lo-fi punk indie track uh, by Charlie, the young L.A. artist with only one other song on streaming. He's got an EP dropping February 26th, and these first two singles are very encouraging, in my opinion. And and, and how, do you, how did I find them, you ask? Well, they are both backed by... Phoebe Bridger's backup vocals um, and having oh, writing, writing credits from 
Phoebe herself. Wow. So yeah, every, everything she touches is playlist worthy, obviously. I yeah, and you you told me that one of my picks from uh last week, Claude, is um that's one of her uh signings on her um on her record label. That's correct. The Saddest Factory. Factory, yeah. So um shout out Phoebe, of course. Uh lastly for me, you know I had to put this on the playlist. This was like a immediate ad for me. Um Porter Robinson has a new single out promoting his uh, sophomore album uh, nurture this song's called look at the sky this song was um, originally teased by him back in may when he did this virtual festival uh, with a bunch of his bunch of his buddies in the industry they put on this free show that was really incredible actually um, and during during his set i think the last um, uh, the last song that he played was the first two minutes of this song and you know, I, when he first started playing it, I, I was just completely blown away because it was just it got it had this like euphoric, like ethereal feel to it. Like it was just like a larger than life track, and it was so uplifting. And um, you know, Corey mentioned that Fellowship might be a song that could save twenty twenty one. I think Look at the Sky would would rival that song. Um, There's a battle for him. <laughs> It's really hard, I think, to listen to the song and just not be in the best mood possible. It's just so uplifting. It's about his struggle, trying to find his his voice, um, and, and and kind of honing the gift that he uh, that he had making music back on his first album. He went in this like writer's drought and like felt like everything that he was making wasn't living up to the standard that he set for himself on his first album. And so this song kind of addresses that. I think a lot of what's on this album kind of addresses that uh, that creative drought that he had uh, during that time. But um, gosh, I I can't get enough of this. I've been waiting for this song since May, so I'm very happy that it's finally here and looking forward to the new album, which is set to release in April, April 23rd. So big day, counting down the days. Our final playlist ad is <clears throat> Don't Judge Me by Hetty One and FKA Twigs, produced by Fred again. Uh, this song is the full version of an interlude that was on Hetty's and Fred's gang tape from last year, and it's booming and loud and great. Uh, Twigs sings about trying to find a lover, someone who can match her passion and care with these falsettos that only twigs can reach um following news of uh domestic abuse in some of her high profile recent relationships so there's that and then hetty raps about his struggles as a black man in the uk also a very uh dark not not dark are you well sure but uh important topic uh it's it's re this really intense ethereal track that i have been listening to nonstop since it dropped just a couple days ago so really enjoyed that one that that rounds out our playlist that's it that's all folks um you know i i i think i think we're go we're only going to get more music from here hopefully uh we've got some uh potential really exciting albums dropping tonight so looking forward uh to that with doug and arlo parks um, 
Yeah, Arlo Parks releasing her debut album, Collapsed in Sunbeams. She was an artist Lucas told us about just a few months ago and has quickly become one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Madlib Mad uh, yeah. is releasing a solo album tonight, his first in a while, uh, called Sound Ancestors. He's released three singles so far. They've been uh, really hit or miss for me, so I'm really, really curious to see what this album sounds like because it does. the singles do not sound like what we're accustomed to hearing from Madlib, so I am is that, um, very curious to see what direction he goes with Is that Loyal Carner Madlib? Um single going to be on here or is that or is that for a no i don't think so i think that's a separate right. separate deal right. that was more of a loyal song gotcha okay nice yeah the three singles he's released haven't had any vocals i don't think it's it's supposed to be an instrumental mm-hmm. album okay cool well well that's it there you have it uh any anything else to add jack no i think that's it um well uh this is season three so this is our first episode of season three so uh there's a new complete playlist out so we'll we'll share that with with everybody just so uh, you can keep up to date with all of our our playlist ads but um other than that just you know keep following the uh the weekly playlist um and uh we'll see you guys next time see you next time thanks for tuning in